Hello. Okay, that looks good. All right. All right, guys. We're back for another episode. We're going to go ahead and start it off with our intro song. Three lives down. You got enough in there to finish me off? One way to find out. Rose. This is not good. We're here doing the Batman uh, Salt on Arkham. Yeah, you, got, know, you know, Seth, uh, I don't know the geniuses that made that theme song. No, I don't but know. Me I never get tired of it. Oh, there you go. Was that in the movie? No, that was something we made. Oh. Uh, me and Ryan made don't, that. Don't spoil it. <laughs> no, it's not I'm spoiling. like, damn, I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you listen to our previous episodes, those are drops pulled from different movies that we've done uh-huh. in the previous episodes that I put together to the song. Right, right. And it just kind of made like a theme to it. And then we took the Batman, when Catwoman, she's like, three Batman lives times. left. You got any more? And oh, he yeah. goes, we'll find out. Right. And then I, we kick in the music and stuff. That was actually from Batman Returns. Right. Actually, the um, so. the song we use is uh, "Kill Tomorrow" by Mushroomhead. Yeah, Mushroomhead. Yeah, so we just cut like a a clip, like the guitar riff, uh-huh. and what I did was like I just kind of copied and pasted over yeah, and just, over, yeah, and then um, and then I took the bridge section and I uh, did like a breakdown at that end part until right. I finished it. So I just kind of messed with it a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we got with us new a newcomer Jerome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um got some uh some bad news. It looks like uh Timmy is down for the count. He lost all his lives and is he's he, not coming is he back. Really? Well, I don't know if he's not coming back. He definitely said though that he wants to take a break, at least. Whether that's a permanent break, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out when time tells well, us. Well, uh, here's the good news. Uh, I'm still here. Yeah. So Ryan's still here, we're still kicking it. And uh if you listen to our other podcast, Who's Next podcast? You know, Tim's not going to be on there either. And uh, we're looking to probably have um, Eric, who if y'all know from the cooking show, uh, Gamer Needs Food Badly. We've got uh, two videos up on YouTube. If you go to our website, it's at uh, whosnextgaming.com. We have all the links and everything there. Eric's the chef. He's looking to take up more of a role on there, as well as Kevin, the guy with the camera. We'll probably flip between the two. And uh, I'll probably even use that to open up for more guests, like Jerome. So Jerome's actually going to guest on our next Who's Next podcast. Also, we're opening up the format to kind of talk about comics, and as well as games and just other things like that. And uh, the next Who's Next episode with Jerome, we're going to talk about the comic me and him did, and just some things about making a comic, our experience with that. And we might even talk a little bit about movies and comics and movies and stuff. And just kind of do almost more comic-centric episode with that. With a little bit of maybe video game talk. And, uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. So, uh, appreciate what you've done, Tim. Uh, thanks for sticking it as long as you have, if you're listening to this episode. And I uh, hope to see you come back. 
But all right, Batman, Arkham, Assault on Arkham. So uh, for those who may not know, yeah, Batman is not a video game character or anything like that. But this movie is based off of the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City video games that I believe many people, if you're playing games and listen to this podcast, you've at least heard of it or even probably played it. Uh, I mean, they've made some pretty phenomenal games. They were made by Rocksteady, uh, except for one. I don't remember the other studio. It's, um, it's Warner Brothers Montreal. Okay, yeah. And they did the Arkham Origins. Yeah, because uh, they also did the, um, the downloadable content. Which you play as Batgirl. Yeah. With, uh, with and I think this movie is supposed to take place between Arkham Origins and Arkham Asylum. I know it's before Arkham City because they are not showing. And in fact, to be honest, you can watch this movie and it doesn't really have any links to the game. That's, games what, that's what I really liked about it. It's where you can actually go in and watch this. Yeah. And not having to play the game to, to, to be... To be confused, yeah. Or, or but anything. supposedly, it takes place in the universe. I'm I'm assuming maybe the comics that have spun out of this game. I'm assuming that the comics, uh, this movie probably has more of an effect on that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. because the comics have done that. So, uh, but that's a little history on the game. Not get too deep into it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the trailer right quick. Uh, Jerome, while I'm doing that, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? You know, some things you're doing and uh, what do you do and, and all that. I'm black and I can draw good. Right. <laughs> There's a little more than that. Right, right, <laughs> right. All right. Um, I got a company I'm starting up. I do uh, all work, t-shirts, and graphic design. It's called 86 Printing. Um, so I'm working on that. So if you need some shirts, holler at me. All, all work or whatever. Hire him. He's talented. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I'm doing right now. The website is 86printing.com. What's 8686printing.com. And also Instagram and stuff like that, too. Okay. Okay, good. I got it pulled up. Uh, Yep, here we go. So let's play the trailer, and then we'll get into the movie. Assemble Task Force X. We have another suicide mission. Yahtzee! Joker stole a dirty box, hid it somewhere in Gotham. You're telling me where it is. Now! Aren't you even going to say hello? If I didn't know better, I'd say you're trying to kill me. Was that a sigh over there? 
Yeah. Was it wrong? Yeah, yeah, it was sad. Yeah. You didn't like it? What, the Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, the actual movie with Will Smith. Um, like half of it. Okay. All right, everyone. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right, Jerome. We're getting all wild up. <laughs> hey, all right. Um, so this this movie, uh, Jerome, since you're our guest today, I'll let you go first. What are your first thoughts about this movie? The oh. Arkham, Assault on Arkham, the animated. The first thoughts, um, it just was a great movie. I mean, it did everything. It showed the characters. It didn't get too far into like their story, their backstory. So they just focused more on like the characters coming together and just showing their personality. Yeah. And and, and how they was put up some put against something that they wasn't ready for, and then they kind of just you know got through it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, my first thoughts of this is uh. Much better than that fucking movie with Will Smith and Maggie Robbie. <laughs> Both good actors. Yeah. Just, yeah, we, we're going to probably make... Uh, well, not probably. We're definitely going to make some uh, correlations between these two yeah, movies. Yeah, I was about to say. Because no, they're, no. they're they actually are some similarities. Not, not exactly in plot or story, but in some of the uh, framework of it, I guess would be the right way to say. So, kicking off this movie... It starts off with uh, Batman, and he's and and look, it says Batman Assault on Arkham, but um, it really does focus just on the Suicide Squad. It's really a Suicide Squad movie. Batman is in there, I think, a good amount. He doesn't take away from the Suicide Squad characters, but so so do you think this should have been called Suicide Squad Assault on Arkham? It should have been, but this is why they didn't. What I heard was DC put a mandate on all their animated movies mm-hmm. to where they have to have in the title either like Batman, Superman, or like Justice Just, League. Right. Yeah. Like, so you can't just call it Suicide Squad, Assault on Arkham, even though that's what this movie was. They've got to have those because apparently, maybe I guess market research dictates that if you have Batman in the title, it'll sell. And they're probably right. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I mean fair, enough, wrong. fair enough. Yeah. So, but uh, so in the beginning of this movie, we got um, we got Batman, and he's trying to find the Riddler because he believes he has an answer to where Joker put a dirty bomb. All right. So the basic plot of this movie, to pick up at the start, is that um, Joker has a dirty bomb somewhere in Gotham, and Batman's trying to hunt it down. But at the same time. Amanda Waller is wanting Riddler executed. So she's putting together the Suicide Squad team to infiltrate Arkham. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Joker's there at Arkham. So he gets... All that ends up coming to a head with Batman trying to find the bomb, Suicide Squad trying to kill Riddler, and it all blows up. So this is a Suicide Squad movie that should have been done. This is like from the comics... The movie Suicide Squad with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. The problem with that, I, I, I would say, I like the characters. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the Joker the way he is. Some people hate the Joker and and not how screen playing. time. Well, not just that, but some people just hate his performance or the way they've done the Joker. They I've want to hear Ledger again. That's what it was. Yeah, and it's like okay. 
you're not going to get that. You should have something different. You shouldn't have another Heath Ledger. Yeah, it's I, just not going to happen. Yeah, I just really think with the Joker, to me, if Jared Leto would have got a little more screen time that he, that he supposedly had before they cut out all that footage with him, yeah, then the Joker would have grown on him. And no, not supposedly. It, it Actually, even in the the marketing images and yeah. some of the trailers, you've seen scenes with the Joker that were not in the the finished cut of that movie. But not to get too far into Suicide yeah, I'm Squad. I'm about to say, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go buy the fucking <laughs> super special edition oh, of Suicide Squad. I, I did, actually. I have the special edition. And okay, they're, still, they're still not there. Those what? scenes are not there in the, in the, in yeah. the extended cut. What the fuck? He, he said that it was enough footage for them to do a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. Yeah. That's how much footage he had. They did add some extra scenes with Harley Quinn and Joker. I seen that today. Yeah. Okay. So they they did add some with the, with the truck, right? Yeah, I okay. think so. Just, yeah. Well, they also extended like when he jumps when she when he uh, when she jumps in the vat. Okay. And then there's a scene where he almost leaves and goes back, but there's like a little extension to that. He I jumps think. back in. I, I, Before he jumps back in. I mean, I, I know we're trying to get back to the actual animated movie, but I will say my biggest thing with the Suicide Squad movie with Will Smith and Maggie Robbie. Yeah. You know, just to remind the viewers that we're talking about the movie. Yeah. Is that I just thought with the trailer and the storyline and everything, it was just very misleading because at first I seriously thought the Joker was the antagonist. Right, me too. Yeah. It, and then it, it just led me astray that Enchantresses? He should have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Well, and you know what? Even in this movie here, the Joker's not really the antagonist even in the animated movie that we that we watched, right? But he's kind of, he's he's is, he, he could be considered he, that. But is he in the cover of the movie? No. Exactly my no. point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, that's true. And in, in, in the actual movie, he's like on the cover and on all the main marketing images. Yeah, he is. They just use this basically the sales, the market. Well, yeah, it was just like how they threw Batman's name on this movie for the animated movie, Batman Assault on Arkham. Right, right. right. And, you know, they threw Joker on there for that movie to be like, oh, hey, everybody, come buy this movie. So, but what I'm saying here is that in the Arkham and Assault on Arkham movie, what they did right is they kept it to the comics. Suicide Squad. Uh, should not be a team used to take down Superman. Right. Right? I agree. But that's what the Suicide Squad movie did. The actual Suicide Squad movie, she comes out and says, oh, I'm building this team because we've seen an alien, we've seen Superman come down, and we need a group of people that'll be willing to do whatever, like, to to combat that if somebody like that comes back again. Yeah, I was going to say, so please don't remind me. Her but. her whole thing was... It needs to combat Superman. So it it actually did make sense in the movie's logic for them to fight Enchantress in that movie. And she was the only one that probably could fight Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, that okay, that makes sense, but that's not what Suicide Squad's supposed to be. In this Arkham, uh, Assault on Arkham, this is what Suicide Squad's supposed to be. They were a hit team to go kill Riddler, you know? Like, to go infiltrate Arkham Asylum. And go to put a hit on it. And in fact, what's even more Suicide Squad is the fact that only in this Assault on Arkham movie, only one member, Killer Frost, knew the real goal. Right. Everybody else was kept in the dark. They thought they were just stealing information that the Riddler had. Right. They didn't know. And that's the whole thing with Suicide Squad. It's like a mystery 
thriller where everybody's a bad guy and like nobody really gets along they're all work working against each other but with each other and then amanda waller in turn is playing people against each other the whole time but but somehow they have to work together to to reach the objective yeah because at the end of this movie because they're all doing it just just like the comics they're all doing it to get a lesser sentence yeah Yeah. not freedom a lesser sentence and if you don't do it you do not comply with the government you will be executed. Yeah, but so so, and then uh, you know, in a, in a clear difference, at the end of this Suicide Squad movie, the whole team is split apart. Right. Right. In fact, three of them die. I want to say three die. One, two. yeah, three, three die. Man, no, four. Who was the four die? Well, look, possibly die. Right. So okay, possibly. Russia, the Russian dies. Right. KGB's. KGB's dies, and he dies like. Quick. Yeah, and, and okay, right. and he he basically again. This is where I said there's some similarities in the framework between right. these two, because in the Suicide Squad live action Don't movie, say Slipknot. Slipknot. Oh, God. <laughs> but he died in the same way that uh, KGB's did. It, it, it's weird because when I was watching the movie, I forgot his name was Slipknot. I kept calling him. Uh, was it a uh, Chief Kicking Wing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kicking Wing from fucking <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, what? Wait, hold on. That's Tarak. I was saying. Yeah, was that was Tarak. He was the guy that did the voice God, for Tarak in the last movie we did. Didn't we do a podcast episode? Wait, so he was the guy that was sure. the Slipknot sure. guy. He was he played Tarak in the movie. He played his voice played the in voice the animated of movie. Of oh, the animated. So, okay, yeah, right. the one that we covered last episode. Yeah, right. Last, I think it was last episode. Yeah, that we did Tarak. Son of Stone. Yeah, Son of Stone. Go check it out. So, um. This one though, okay, so Slipknot, he dies in a similar way. Like he's, and in fact, with Slipknot, he's done even worse in the movie than KGB's. KGB's at least is has an intro with everybody. He had a badass because, intro. Okay, just yeah. like just like uh, the Suicide Squad movie, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, the animated movie here we're covering, they both had a quick intro, like a little intro song, and everybody doing a quick thing, and they're introduced, right? Like, and I mean, for an animated movie, um, King Shark was like gruesome, like he was. this bodies hanging he in the room, and he's taking a bath in blood, and he's naked. Like if that was a live action thing when he jumped down, you'd have seen Dick. Hey, right. But right, it's right. animated, I just, I just so you didn't see they, Dick. It's like they're all doing something crazy and they're having like this 80s kind of open. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was it was cool. And you know what? For the actual live action Suicide Squad movie, that was but that was good too. The the beginning of that movie was not bad. It was it It fell apart at the end, the middle to end. That's where it fell apart at because it just it did not have a good mission that fit Suicide Squad. Nope. Nothing like We're that. We're talking about the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the live action movie. Now, do you know what the best thing about that movie was? What? Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, Deadshot had some good scenes. Even Harley Quinn. Harley like, Quinn like, had like some Harley good Quinn. scenes. They had some good stuff. Yeah. They had some good character moments. The story sucked. You know what that movie was really missing? What? A uh, a genuine. What killed the dinosaurs? Yes, hey. That's what it was missing. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> More ice puns. Yes. I, I was seriously thinking a um, original soundtrack by Will Smith. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Get jiggy with it? 
<laughs> you play get jiggy with my Harley Quinn putting her clothes on. You know what I mean? He played, huh? it with him. He played every him. MIB. You remember right. Men in Black? Men in Black. At the end, he had a song. At the end, yeah, if you bought the movie, blew up and had a soundtrack. Yeah, and had a he had a soundtrack one, for and he had it. Nod your head. I think he did that for Wild Wild West. Wild he Wild had a song exactly. too. But that Will if Smith was Wild Wild West. Will Smith was always like, "Hey, I got the music for the movie." But he, they were like, "No, Will Smith, he this is a DC to movie." Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because his movie After Earth sucked with his son. But if he would have had an original song for that movie. Then there would have been like Burger King toys for After Earth. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, Let's reel it back. Let's reel it back. Let's get to I the animated kind of movie. We'll get carried away. There are some similarities I want to bring up because, yes, yeah, Suicide Squad movie is the thing that came out that really put Suicide Squad on the map. So most people, their, their, um, their knowledge of Suicide Squad is from the movie, I would think. Yeah, unless um, they've read comics, this yeah. movie is probably not as well because yeah, to, to be honest, received, well, I don't want to say well received, but not as many people watched it. Because I, I think a lot of people that 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 may have read the Suicide Squad comics may have read it when Suicide Squad got revamped in yeah. the well, Harley uh, Quinn guy. Yeah, right when when they actually decided to uh, bring back the Suicide Squad and have like Deathstroke, uh, Deadshot, Harley Quinn. Because when Harley Quinn got on the team, that's when every that's when Suicide Squad really was. Harley noticed. Quinn didn't get on the team though until the New Fifty Two in the comics, right? That's, exactly. Yeah, I think so. yeah, exactly. See, that, that's the that, only Suicide Squad I know. Right. That's that's the revamp Suicide Squad. Yeah. The old Suicide Squad had none of those. Characters. What? And look, I I like the fact that in this animated movie, Harley Quinn actually made sense to be on this team. Only, yeah, only for that one little mission. Yeah, for this Arkham Asylum mission, it made sense why they, she was on the team. The because Joker. she, well, not just the Joker, she knew Arkham. Yeah, she worked she, there. She used to work there. And she knew everything, yeah, all the ins and outs of Arkham. So if they're going to have somebody go around Arkham Asylum and to do stuff, who better to put on that team than Harley Quinn? She's been in there the longest with Joker, and she used to work there. So... A good reason to have her on the team. That's why this animated movie just knocked it out the park. So getting to this animated movie, uh, one, this is another thing I liked right here. Straight. I got the hangover, but I don't recall the party. Oh, crap. Not this again. You two? It's like a bloody recurring nightmare. Looks like we got rookies. So that scene basically saying that they've done this before. Right. I like that idea. Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. They have been Suicide Squad agents before. This is not some new thing that started. It's not new for everybody. Yeah, they're not all looking around baffled what the fuck they're doing. The other the other people are. So right. like Killer Frost, King Shark, uh, Black Spider. Um, AGBs? What's K- name? KGBs. KGBs. The, 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 this is all new for them. Now, poor KGB Beast, I have his only lines of the movie. You lie. You would not take all of this trouble just to kill us. That's it. He's done. His head blows up and it's over. I, 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 really, Russian, I really wish he wasn't done. After that, that badass all-American ending, even though he is Russian, but it was pretty... Yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty badass. They should have. I didn't know much about KGBs until I started reading, uh, and I still don't know that much. But I started reading Scott Snyder's run. I didn't know KGBs was such a fucking beast. 
Like, I didn't know exactly that he was, like, almost, like, on Batman's level. Like, he oh. can fuck with Batman. Because, like... Uh, I mean, you really couldn't tell. At least how Scott Snyder wrote him. Because he did the all... He's doing the all-star Batman run. Uh-huh. And in this one, Batman is trying to uh, save Two-Face. Because Two-Face has some kind of information on, like, everybody. Government officials and everything. And whoa, he's, whoa, whoa. Should we save that for the other podcast? No, 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 it's cool. I'm just saying where I got it. I, let me let me back away okay. from the plot, but let me just put it this way: right. the main villains of that comic are like hired KG Beast to be like, "Hey, Batman is running around with Two Face. We need him killed. You're the best guy." And the way they do KG Beast in there, he's a he's a fucking beast. Right. Like I, he's a like I was like, damn, I said I didn't know he got down like yeah, that. Yeah, you really couldn't and, tell in this movie, and you yeah. really couldn't tell in the Batman versus. But you Superman. know what though, he did no. he did put a dent in that metal wall though when he punched it. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. So and, I, and then that he, made me believe and then he, he was looks strong. like Barrett from Final Fantasy VII with a fucking gun hand because I noticed one, his the, one hand beard. is gone and he has like a gun and he's got like muscles. Coming he's out like of his a neck. white Russian Barrett when Barrett's a black dude in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, hey, I see the similarities there. So, uh, but anyway, so they 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 kick it off and they they get him going and it, and it basically I like that they don't just oh they wake up and they're in Arkham so they go to Gotham and then they like meet with the Penguin. You know, and right. then and then I think um, here I have a clip with Deadshot. I, I like how they paint Deadshot with this. Nobody steals from me and walks away. It's bad business, love. You're right. You should kill her. Hell, I'll kill her for you. Oh come on! Except you know what else is bad for business, sir? Double crossing your clients. And I would hate for folks to say Mr. Cobblepot takes your money and kills your operatives. So, Deadshot, first thing, he calls Penguin sir. Right. And he calls it on multiple occasions. It's respect. He's professional. Right. He's an assassin. Like, he's like, you can tell just from lines like that that he delivers in certain situations that he's got like a code and that he's like, I like, and then, and then he has, he's like a salesman, which makes sense. He's an assassin selling himself right. and his goods. The way he like talks to Penguin, like, hey, it's cool. Because Penguin gets flipped out because he sees Harley Quinn over there. Right. Yeah. And so he's like, this this motherfucker just yeah, with Joker, it, it, they've it, destroyed a truck of cigarettes and shit that I just had. Just for laughs. Yeah, just because it was, was funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> they did it just because it was funny to them. Oh, so funny. he was like, I'm going to kill it. And he's like, no, was you need to think about your business. And Deadshot was like professional. And it, and it this... Animated movie gave a lot of these characters a little bit of time to flesh themselves out. It mainly focused with Harley Quinn and Deadshot. You got a little bit more Captain Boomerang. Yeah, you can't really kind of like the movie a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit because they're more popular. That's why. Yeah, but see, in the movie, Captain Boomerang was just like a goof who was just drinking and all that. But in the comics, as well as this movie, did you hear what Jai Courtney had to do for that role? What what he decided to do for that role? No. Well, a lot of them, for them to get like really into the role and be crazy, they let them just go out in the woods and just like do whatever crazy shit they wanted. And Jaya Courtney, to prepare for the role of Captain Boomerang, used to um, put out cigarettes on his arm. Hmm. Like, I think I heard something about yeah. that. That actually sounds familiar to me, but yeah, that's crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's just method yeah, acting. It, it, it's it's familiar because you and I do that on the weekends. Oh, yeah, no, always. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All right, everyone. Chill. But um, <laughs> Mr. Freeze is the right idea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, I like the way they do that. And you know what's interesting, too, is that just to Deadshot, like, he wasn't interested in, like, Harley Quinn. Like, in in the books and stuff, him and Harley Quinn kind of actually have, like, a relationship in the Suicide Squad books when she's introduced in the New 52 uh, and all that. Um, so, in the in the movie, like, here, this is... Harley is trying to hit on Deadshot the whole time. Instead of, like, the guy always trying to hit on the girl and the girl don't want to do anything, it's in reverse. Maybe when we get into Gotham, I can show you around. I know some tight places. Not interested. Hmm. I told you, Harley. <laughs> if you're giving it out, heave a chunk my way, eh? Nah, you wish. Shake a boomerang at the short guy. Do it, and I'll bite it off. <laughs> did he say I'm giving her that ass? Well, no, which don't I? He said that we will get the guys and give her the ass. No, oh. no. <laughs> I heard that scene. I'm like, that's some new shit. I no, 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 no. He <laughs> says uh, when we get the Gotham, he said, "Why don't you get some of that my way?" Oh. Like, like, well, Guy Boomerang is trying to hit on her, but he's the creepy guy that's trying to hit on her. She's like, "No." She says, "Shake your boomerang over at the shark," and he's like, "You do, I'm gonna bite it off." <laughs> it's just like the New Fifty Two, where. Harley Quinn has completely separated, I don't want to say completely, but she has separated herself from the Joker due to his abusive, violent ways. But yet, when she gets onto the Suicide Squad, she finds an attraction for Deadshot because of just his attitude and just how he acts towards her. So when she's throwing him, throwing herself at him and he's like backhanding her or he kind of just treats her like shit, she liked that. She she likes that's these true. Assholes. I didn't even think about it she like that, that, but it's true. She likes the dudes who are like, don't give a right. shit. Because Batman has persuaded her, like the the Joker's an asshole. Well, you Get know away what? From him, it, he, he would, she, he would she, kill you. she has an interesting line. Let me see if I have it. She has actually an interesting line to that. Um, yeah. Sure, he smacks me around sometimes. But you're the one who's always hurting me. Now I'm gonna hurt you. It's when she's fighting Batman. And she says that, like, look, yeah, he smacks me around, but you're the one that hurts me. Talking to Batman. You know? So, like, she's okay with with this. That's what she likes. And the Joker, like, he's a fucking savage in this movie. Like, mm -hmm. this is not like Suicide Squad, where Joker loves Harley Quinn. Right, but after that no, fight with... Joker don't give a shit. In fact, this is one of the things right. he tells Deadshot. <laughs> you can have her! Bet you buy your shirt secondhand, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, and oh, and when he see, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was, I was going to say, with the fact that Joker has pretty much abused her and just mentally scarred her just mentally scarred her and then with Deadshot pretty much having his way with her but he really doesn't care about her yeah. I would think with her fight with Batman they should be married yeah because <laughs> yeah. that, that's her thing yeah. yeah but I think her point is though but like she likes to have that crazy wild just whatever goes whatever goes and that's what she can have with Deadshot that's what she can have with Joker she can't have that with Batman that's why Batman clicks with Catwoman not like the, there's a morality there. She's just crazy. She She's doesn't have a moral. She, well, she don't have a moral, moral moral compass really. I mean, I would She's go for more Harley Quinn. She has a degree. Yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> that, is, that is true. Cat that is true. thief. 
A psychiatrist. Yeah. She's like a stripper, though, right? Catwoman. Uh, and the I new ones, I think she's like a stripper. Well, I mean, in the original comics, all right, yeah, they set her up to be a prostitute yeah, because that's Batman what Frank Miller one. did. Batman Year One. Yes, Frank Miller set that up, and that's kind. And Batman Year One is basically kind of seen as canon, oh. but I don't think, yeah, kind of. There's some things that are kind of shaky. I don't think they've ever referenced Catwoman using uh, being uh, a prostitute ever in the comics beyond what Frank Miller's done. Right. So it's kind of. I mean, I mean, the only thing with Batman Year One, it did serve as an inspiration for Chris Nolan's um, Batman trilogy. Yeah. 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 It did. That. That, where, that did. But Frank they didn't Miller, bring in Catwoman oh, to the of third. Of course one. not. Just like uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns kind of set the tone for Tim Tim Burton's. Batman. Mm, yeah. Chris Nolan took Batman Year One. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, Joker is definitely more abusive. I've got a few other things. He, um, oh, I can tell you're still sore. At least the bruises cleared up nicely. <laughs> but, but you, know, you know what really gets me about that when a lot of people post on Facebook about we should have a relationship like Joker and Harley Quinn. I'm sitting there like, well, who, who says that? Oh yeah, dude. every fucking couple. Well, well when when wow. Suicide Squad came out, they're basing it off of the Suicide Squad movies. Yeah, and they made it look like Joker and Harley had like a good relationship. People don't dig too deep. They just see something. They yeah, just right. And, and I'm so, like, did you not watch Batman animated series? He kicked Harley Quinn out of a fucking window. Yes. Holy shit. He did. No, in the animated series, he used to beat Harley and all that kind of stuff. In in the show, the kids' show, where she originated from. Because I mean, she, yeah. she didn't originate from comics. Yeah, she Harley Quinn originated from the Batman animated series. But in the movie, he threw her in the fucking thing with acid, though. I mean, that's still was He didn't throw big. her. She jumped. She jumped. Oh, she did jump. Did she? It, it, it's weird that you mentioned that, Seth. Um, but her first debut in the comics, which is uh, Batgirl Adventures number 12, is more expensive than the Punisher's first appearance, which is in Spider-Man. Yeah, that issue goes for more than six hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> but, but you know what though? She, then he did um, Shaka though in the movie though, did he? Well, the see, Joker. Okay, not in the theatrical cut. Oh, but he said it like I'm gonna hurt you. Really bad. Yeah. We know that was Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Harley. he does do that to her, but they don't really show it and they kind of zip by it. And when she turns into like, Harley not- Quinn, it's like it's all about her now. But it, was, like, it was all part of that scene of how just him just yeah, torturing like, her to bring like, her. I'm not going well, to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. They said, really, bad. really, really. Bad. What, what they said in the live action movie that they cut out a lot of the scenes that would have painted Joker as an abusive boyfriend to Harley Quinn. Motherfucking liberals. Go ahead. But but you know what, though? I'm not completely upset with that, though, because it's a movie. And typically, movies like to have a different take. And these characters are open for different interpretations, as long as it's not too far from the source material. And I don't think that's taking it too far from the source material. And that is something I don't really have a problem with, with the Suicide Squad movie. In whole. In whole, I have a problem because they tried to make the Suicide Squad an anti- um, uh, special ops unit for Superman, and that's just ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So that that's where I have a problem with the Suicide Squad movie. But back to the animated series, they they go ahead, they get with Penguin, they they sneak in, and um, then you get like Deadshot and Harley Quinn finally have sex. 
you get a little bit of that relationship thing together. And that's kind of played out through the whole animated movie. Because once they get into Arkham, one of the first things she does is she tells Joker, oh, I got a new man now. And he's like, oh, you. And that's when he starts delivering the lines I just played. Like, well, I bet you get your shirt second rate, too. Or, like, he tells her about how he used to beat her and shit. But Joker does have feelings for Harley to some extent. It's not that he completely disregards her, but he has other things on his mind that could be more important than Harley at the moment. Because they do have this scene in the movie that's played. Pull yourself together, man! She mocks you right to your face! Even dared to call you... Poodle. Oh, that darling girl. She might even deserve me. There was actually some reason that did not cut right because there was more to it than that. But again, he kind of has a thing where he talks about her smooth skin and he's like, I can't believe she did that or like, whatever, I don't need her. He's he's talking to himself in the cell about Harley Quinn. But that's when you realize Harley Quinn actually helped him by shooting that panel out in his prison cell so he can get out. Because he knows how to get up in her head. Yeah, exactly. He didn't even have. Yeah, he knows she likes that rejection, that that hitting her and stuff. You know, it's 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 still a thing. You know, like you might think, well, she should just leave, but it's like no, because she likes that. From now, Deadshot doesn't really hit her. He pushes her once, but he doesn't really physically abuse Harley Quinn at all. <gasps> I mean, he emotionally stays distant and it's just like, no. He have more yeah. morals. Though. He have a right. daughter he cares yes. about and stuff like that. This He's, is more business. I don't mix business and pleasure. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely so this right. is more professional. But, go ahead. No, I was, it was, I was thinking, like, it's funny that Harley Quinn is like that in the movie. Most women are like that, though. They like abuse on a certain extent. They do, if you think about it. Yeah. Not to get beat, but no. some they want somebody who's to stand up to them. And I think that and and, and not given to all the rules. right. So you talk about like an emotional level, not yeah. necessarily yeah. abusive, but more so a man that would like take control and sometimes right. even like override right. what they say and do. Right. I think it's, it depends on the woman, but I think that there are kinda, a lot of women to me, who that's feel that way. Sad. It, yeah. But you know what though? I mean, like, well, I mean, you got to think about it though, bro. For women, it's been a lifetime of being a second-rate citizen. I mean, just recently, you know, in the last maybe 20, 30 years, women still have equal rights. Uh, and women have equal rights to man. So you have, uh, you know, you have centuries of women relying on men to do what they're supposed I, to I do. I get it. I, I don't mind that. It's just, you know, don't come at me with, give me equal rights. Now treat me like shit and spit in my face. <laughs> <laughs> there's men and there's one man. Yeah, we were first. Mm. So <laughs> this is the podcast wow. where I get on Twitter finally, <laughs> and everybody tells me how much of a fucking uh, sexist pig all my guests are. Uh, so Jerome, great. Adam, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not even Adam. It's, what you say? Say it. Say the name. Say it. Adam and Eve. It's not alphabetical order. It's just the way God made it. <laughs> As if you believe that. There's some people who don't. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jerome Paul Gilliam. <laughs> yeah, find him on Twitter and give him the hate. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. I but hope it, everybody still loves me, though. I have Google. 
And the wall is up with the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, but All anyway. Right. Uh, so they're breaking into Arkham to basically do what we said earlier, the Riddler and stuff like that. And like the whole scene in Arkham is pretty cool. Uh, Harley Quinn definitely shines. Like she knows the security code because it's the warden's birthday. I think I have the scene. In, oh, I have this one. Uh, I'll get to that one. Here you go. I used to work here. Didn't I mention that? Come on. As what? As a psychiatrist, silly. Like and pal, anyone who throws boomerangs has some real issues letting go. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> I like that part. I was like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I do. I, I like that they, they tap on that, that like, yeah, she used to be a psychiatrist and she's like, she can break down Captain Boomerang and, and you know, from a psychological standpoint, like, that she's smarter than what she portrays herself. That, that was interesting. I like that. That yeah. was interesting. So, um, and then, of course, we get the nod why I put some of these ice puns here. Uh, later on, you have Killer Frost when they first find out about Joker's dirty bomb. The Joker has a dirty bomb? That gives me the chills. <laughs> ice puns? Really? And I have to say yes. Frosty! You are not sending me to the cooler. All right, everyone. Chill. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> yes, I, yes. <laughs> I, I still think Arnold Schwarzenegger went to Joel Schumacher and said, what do you think about this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, Arnold. Just, okay, oh, fine. At the end of this episode, I found a clip on YouTube. It's like four minutes long of just ice puns from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just four that minutes. Will, that Damn. will be played for you to listen to when this episode ends. <laughs> right quick, what, before we move on. Um, in the movie Suicide Squad, Harley did the same thing to the Katana. But I think it was a, it was a, oh, because she actually does it to the whole squad though, in a, in a cut scene. I don't think it was in the original movie, but if you watch the extended one, there's a scene where they're walking down the street and Harley Quinn starts breaking down everybody. And it's a cool scene. Yeah, I like that scene. But I don't remember, I think it got cut from the theatrical version. Because I watched it a little bit today before I came and I'm like, I never seen that, but she was breaking down a Japanese girl, like yeah, young girl, like in your mid twenties, mm-hmm. uh, only child, and she was just breaking her down. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like you, you can see she's crazy, but she still have a lot of that information mm-hmm. that she was when she was. Yeah, a doctor. and the comics played with that just as much as this movie did as well, which was a nice touch to have that there. Um, so they, um, we have most of the Suicide Squad team. We lost. Um, KG Beast in the beginning. Then they get into uh, Arkham. They all break in. And I think... King Shark was next. The next one to die is King Shark. Because when they find Riddler, this is where the twists start coming in. Because Amanda Waller actually got um, Killer Frost to go assassinate Riddler. While everybody else thought they just needed to get Riddler's staff that had information, which didn't have anything. It was just a play. Right. So, but Riddler spins it, hey... You know why she wants me dead? Right. I know how to de- detach the bombs in your neck. Because the Suicide Squad is all about, they have these bombs in their neck, and if they ever get out of line, Amanda Waller, you know, can blow them up. Mm-hmm. So, and this is where this Suicide Squad movie shines. Because this is them being villains, too. They're, they're, Wait, this, the Suicide Squad movie? Or no, the, the, uh, the Batman Assault on Arkham. Okay. This animated movie. This is where this movie shines. Okay. Because this is villains being villains. 
they're never very heroic in this movie right. in the way of like saving people. No, they're killing police officers and and they're and they're you know getting out uh, trying to get the bombs deactivated on their neck so they can run free. Yeah, that's what that that that's what these villains are. They don't come together for a heroic moment at the end. I mean, I think in the comics sometimes you get a little bit of that from like Deadshot, and then Harley Quinn and, and has they'll, moments they'll where snap she shines. Back to what they normally do is yes. being a villain. Yes, in this movie though, it was complete like villainy. Like the, everything they were doing was they were here to assassinate another villain. I like, even hate to do it. Even Harley Quinn reminded us in the Suicide Squad movie when she smashes that window and takes the jewelry. And they look at her, and she goes, what? We're villains. And, you know, they had a scene uh-huh. like that in yeah, the animated yeah, yeah. movie. The anima- this animated movie here that we're doing uh, had that, too, where um, they had a scene where she walked in, she breaks through a window, and jumps into this little toy, toy, store. Store. toy store. And when she fights Batman. And, it, and she fights Batman, but she does that to infiltrate Su- the, the Arkham. She gets arrested to infiltrate Arkham, while like Black Spider gets in a different way, and Captain Boomerang gets in pretending that uh, Killer Frost is dead, and then uh, they go open the grate for King Shard, who swims up there. So uh, they all get in in different ways, and they do work together as a team to some degree, but it's definitely by force, and it's definitely because they know they got to finish this goal or Amanda Waller is going to kill him. So when they finally get Riddler and find out, oh, we're supposed to, uh, you know, you're supposed to die just because you know how to deactivate the bombs? Nah, deactivate my bombs. We're not going to kill you. Like, help us get out of here. We don't want to do this for Amanda Waller. So, and that and that's pretty cool. I like that they did that. And then, um, but Batman jumps in. Because at this point, Batman's discovered something's going on at Arkham. Uh-huh. It's not right. And uh, he's been looking for Joker's dirty bomb the whole time. So he goes to Arkham. He thinks something over there is probably where that bomb is or what's going on. So Batman comes in and you get a fight scene with Batman taking on the whole Suicide Squad, which is great. And it's Uh a great fight scene. A lot of the fight scenes and stuff in this animated movie are great. Like this movie. Especially when Batman takes on the entire Black Ops in the beginning of it. Yeah, he does. That reminds me a lot of, of the game, though. The way how he fights the Black Ops in the beginning. Yeah. He fights a lot like that in the game. Well, yeah. And in this movie, this animated movie is based off the game. So it's 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 yeah, clear I, that I, that's I was, how they're going to make that movie. I thinking that, that uh, Batman and Harley Quinn fight. I'm like, man, whoever's playing as Batman is getting. Right. He's not getting his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. He didn't take, <laughs> he didn't take he, it serious, though, in the movie, though. He just shit. was. Just, you know, toying around with it, but yeah, I was saying the same thing. Like Harley Quinn got hands like that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, because like they show the him at one scene where Harley Quinn's swinging a hammer around, and he just stands there and he just like pushes her to the side, and she falls. Funniest and thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's but so he dispatches everybody, and then Batman does the Batman thing. He goes in disguise. He beats the shit out of Black Spider, but makes it look like Black Spider beat him. Right. And then so Black Spider is actually Batman running with the squad. So when they go get their bombs deactivated, um, Black, Spider. Black Spider's like, oh, I'll I'll stand back here and I'm going to uh, watch, be a lookout while right, I get right. this done. And so they Not get that. worried about him at all. Yep. And while they're getting it done, Amanda Waller finally catches wind that something weird's going on. So she activates the bombs. This is where two more Suicide Squad members die. Because the killer shark, his skin is too thick. Uh, King Shark? Yeah, King Shark. His yeah. skin is too thick. And the electricity don't go through. So his bomb blows his head up. 
And then... Um, Vice Spider. The Joker pops up. Yeah. Onto Batman, which is actually Black Snake. Yeah, and I think... It's snake? Spider, right? Yeah, it's Black Spider. Oh, His name is Spider. Spider. It's the Spider. You say Black yeah. Snake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about the same? Oh, but... It's like a black penis, huh? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. He sounded cooler as Black Snake. Uh, I didn't say Trouser Snake. Black Mamba. Let me see. Uh... No, I thought I had that scene, Bill? but I think uh, they have yeah, that they have that scene there where Joker's like best gun ever. That's my, yeah, fa- yeah, that's yeah. my favorite yeah, scene yeah, in the movie because he goes to shoot Batman and then Batman's head explodes because it's really Black Spider and Joker's just looking at his gun like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. So um, and then that's when, um, but it's weird because it's not the head that explodes; it's the neck because he picks up Black Spider's head. And he hears, he hears them yeah, getting yeah, the a chip. Yeah, because they're. Oh, I love electroshock! It's a shiatsu massage for your brain. They're getting shocked, and um, Joker hears it, and he's like, "It sounds like somebody's flossing their brains." <laughs> <laughs> you can so, just tell how crazy him and Harley Quinn are. Yeah, they both kind of just make the same connection with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do you do you have what he actually says when he picks up um, like spiders? Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's no, I don't have that one, but he's like, oh, Denzel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never got that. What that? What does Denzel mean? Denzel Washington. Oh, oh he kind of looked like Denzel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was referencing. I think he had a goatee thing on him. So I guess the Joker, he's the pastiest white oh, motherfucker oh. out there. <laughs> so. That that ends up getting them into uh, where we get to the end of the climax of the movie, basically. So Joker gets Harley, and that splits up the group. Then he also, I think Joker lets everybody loose in Arkham City, in Arkham Asylum. So that then it just prison Brian. Yeah, that holy shit. Two Face comes out, Bane. Poison Ivy, Bane. Everybody comes out, and it's just a free for all with the Gotham City Police. Batman's in the mix in there with the Suicide Squad fighting their way out. Great scene. Honestly, the only thing I didn't like about the scene, which don't want to be an asshole about it, is just just Bane from the Arkham series. I didn't care for him. Yeah, well, you know what? Every almost every animated showing or or movie of Bane, except for The Dark Knight Rises, shows Bane in this simple light. Like it's always oh Bane's here. Let me just jump behind him, pull pull the venom well, hoses out, well, and he's, he's done. always been pretty simple. And also, he's this little skinny, frail dude. And Bane actually isn't that in the books. He's actually like a big, swole dude already. Yeah, he's just a hitman because assassin. he grew up in a prison, fighting his whole life out of there. So, Max, it is. Did the Nolan movie really make Bane more? Uh, then it make him more complex, like make him more like he's this muscle guy. He don't rely on no. The comics have, have made him more complex. So it came out before the the movie. Yeah, because uh, the original one of the biggest stories for Bane is Nightfall, and that's where Nolan got some of his inspiration from for Dark Knight Rises. So Not no, completely. So no like, venom. No venom. Right. So no. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. It, so they show. The well, he uses venom, but they show him before he's suited up and pumped up, and he's he's big. still big. He's still swollen. With the venom, he's yeah. like. Ten times bigger. Yes. And then even in the new book, 
uh, the Rebirth series, yeah. which brings in the old elements of the Batman stuff. Not just Batman, but of the DC Universe as well as the New 52 stuff. It's all kind of mixed together now. In uh, the Rebirth, Tom King has been writing Bane. And I just read the I Am Suicide. And Bane in there is he's off Venom. So that well, that's what they say. Like uh, he's done Venom. He's he's at his prison and he's like big as fuck. Like he's still swole, no Venom, right? He's been weaning himself off because he's naturally like already a big dude. Okay. The Venom just pumps him up even more. It's just like a work. It's like somebody who's hitting the gym all the time and they're addicted to like steroids or testosterone. But so they, they changed him from basically so, the old comics from being, being this skinny guy who just gets jacked. That up. was something I think the first time that was put in was Joel Schumacher, because that's what he did. And then Batman uh, and Robin, yeah, where Batman we got the and ice Robin where he, he hits the button on his chest and he becomes. But he was a little guy because that's what they show right. when he they, they get this little dude on the table. He's a little guy. They they and, also did that in the the Batman cartoon. Yeah, yeah they definitely, where he's kind of like a little. Yeah. He's like a little, like black costume. Did they character. do that? Yeah, he's like a little black yeah, he costume did, they character. Did, they did do that. And then when he hits the venom, he turns into a big red character. Oh, that, but that's not from the animated series. It's not. It's from the Batman cartoon. Oh, the Batman. The Batman. But that still came out after Joel Schumacher. Oh, that was exactly. way after Joel Schumacher. So that's what I'm saying. The first time we've seen it was that. Right. Because in the animated series, actually Bane comes to town. And still big. he's big before he's pumping and himself up with Venom. That when, he, when he turns the dial... And it pumps to his veins. He's he's bigger, and he's and you see more veins. Yeah, see like green. Veins and then and then like they even show in the in the Batman animated series, Batman trying to punch Bane, and he like can't even hurt him because he's pumped up with venom. But before he was still big. So the the video game and in this movie, they show Bane as this little scrawny guy who then pumps up, and he's like ten times. He's like throwing cars around and shit. And I don't think Bane's even like that even in the comics. I don't think he throws cars around. He's not that big. No, he's not. Because he's throwing cars around like he should be able to have a one-on-one match with Superman. And Bane has never been that Yeah, he wasn't doing that Nightfall. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. There's four Suicide Squad members that die. I think. They don't really say Killer Frost dies. But in that scene with with the riot out, Killer Frost jumps into the police car that Bane picks up and throws against the wall and it blows up as um, Deadshot is running away from it. Killer Frost is in the car. So... And you don't see her. She's probably dead. So this movie... And, and they could kill her too. That's the interesting thing about this movie. It takes place in the video game world. So they could be a little more liberal about who they kill. Because these aren't, these aren't comic book anything. Mm-hmm. So... But um, yeah, so technically, four Suicide Squad members yeah, and, die and you, and in not, this movie, and you're not going to see them yeah. in the uh, the video games. Yeah, no. So four members die in this animated movie, and then and 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 it ends with Captain Boomerang getting stuck in Arkham as uh, Deadshot flies off, and he ends up running into Harley Quinn and Joker, and they all fight each other. Um, and um, Captain Boomerang's left there. And then who's left? Uh, Killer Frost looks like she died. King Shark died. Black Spider died. Uh, KGB's died. I, I still think it's funny to where when she's controlling the helicopter, Batman pops up, saves her. And I'm like, wait, what about the other two? Yeah. <laughs> and the <laughs> helicopter just crashes with a <laughs> shot in the jewel. Yeah. 
But um, so it's interesting that this movie does not end up with them all together. Like we're a team now, and we're going back to jail. That's like, how the Suicide that Squad. Song. Yeah. <laughs> so so Batman saves. Harley, but not Joker and Deadshot. Who, who are fighting? They they jump them. Fighting. They jump out on their own, and then they it, fight. it crashes into the building, but it doesn't explode. But just think about it: Batman saves her, and then the helicopter is going into the building. You're thinking, "Well, what about them?" Yeah. But you know what though? It makes sense though, because of Harley Quinn out of those three, or the one that she's the only one that maybe can be saved to be almost. Yeah, she can maybe come back to a normal. Deadshot's an assassin, and Joker's. He's Joker, so I mean, yeah. See, she he might look at her more as being a victim of Joker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I would I would kind of agree with that statement too. So that that kind of makes sense. And yeah, because yeah, he's already done it before. So. Yeah. So and it ends off with a fight scene between everybody, and it's actually interesting. It doesn't end with the Batman Joker fight scene. It's a Batman Deadshot fight scene. That the way this movie ends it makes sense, though. Yeah, it does. It does make sense, and and I like that they did that because Batman actually finishes off with Harley Quinn, and then he defuses the bomb. Uh, Joker and Deadshot fight each other, and then Joker ends up falling off into the helicopter, and it blows up. But of course. They couldn't find Joker's body, and you know he didn't die. He's in the other arc. He doesn't die until Arkham City. Spoiler: In Arkham City, he oh. dies. And that's funny because it happened in the movie too with the helicopter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. And then, but you see, in the in the Suicide Squad movie, he was supposed to come back with half his face burnt off, and the Suicide Squad was supposed to fight him at the end. That's kind of how it was supposed mm, to end. Well, no, I'm sorry. They don't fight him at the end. But I think he comes at the end and throws a grenade and like blows it. Like he's kind of like this. He was more of a wild card that jumped in and out of the movie more often. That kind of fucked with the Suicide Squad. But for some reason, they cut all that out. Yeah, because it's like he crashes in a helicopter, and then later on, when Harley Quinn is in back of her cell, he pops back up and breaks her out. Yeah. So. Which, I, that shouldn't have happened. I don't think that should have happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah in, a, in a movie, right, right. Yeah, in, in, in a live-action movie, movie yeah. that's that's the way it ended. In this movie, they don't really show. You assume they're back in prison. That's it. And Joker's loose because they couldn't find his body. So Joker's apparently loose. You can assume everybody else is in prison. And, and hell, half the team fucking died. And best part, no 21 Pilots shitty song. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I do not care for that song. Well, 21 Savage, what? <laughs> no, 21 Pilots. They're the one to do the Heathens. Uh, the Heathen song? I know you heard that one. It's, I don't know. No. Well, if you watch the Suicide Squad. <laughs> good good on you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, I think that about covers that whole movie. And then I know we kind of tried, I hope I didn't confuse too many people, but I thought it was good to try and compare it to the actual Suicide Squad movie. And kind of show the differences between the two and why this movie should have been a format on how to do the live action Suicide Squad movie. It should not. And in fact, if they're, been, if they're trying to focus on Batman in these DC movies, which it sounds like they kind of are, it would have been great if it was a movie where the Suicide Squad had to break into Arkham, Arkham's Island. And you get to see some of the other villains and maybe how they look and maybe get a little bit of what's going on. Like you would be able to get a look at Batman at the things he did without having to show Batman. You just show his villains 
and show the Suicide Squad doing a mission in Arkham Asylum. Right, and right. That would have been perfect. And the movie wouldn't have to be all over the place, like over here in the sewers. It has to be over here in this building. Yeah. It has to be over here. It could be Arkham. Yep. Right here. That would have been great. And that would have that would have worked. But, okay. you know, uh, they don't pay me the big bucks. I don't like <laughs> movies. So, you know, whatever. Instead, those guys give us stuff like this. What killed the dinosaurs? Yes, age. Arnold thought it was good. <laughs> but hey, what, what I also did like about this movie was the certain Easter eggs and homages they were paying towards like the other Batman films and other things that we've watched before. And one thing I did point out and tell you about was, I'm, I don't know if you noticed this, Jerome, the scene where Harley Quinn goes into Joker's box of stuff and she's throwing all the stuff out and then for a quick two seconds, you see the mask that uh, Heath Ledger Joker wore in the 2008 Dark Knight movie. For two seconds. The yeah. mask? The mask. It. Remember in the beginning oh, scene, the, 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 wow. the, the robbers wearing the mask? Yeah. So Harley Quinn's going through her stuff. I think everything was from that, too. Like, there was a thing where, oh, this is the Batman suit Joker used to wear. I think that's actually from a comic or something yeah, that, like that. Yeah, and then they show the mask that she throws off to the side. And those quick. are the Dark she's Knight masks. He's talking about the animated series. Yeah, in the animated movie, she's throwing a bunch of stuff out yeah, when she's so, trying yeah, to find a hammer. One of the things she throws to the side is the mask that they wore in the Joker heist in the beginning of the Dark Knight movie. So they were just giving like a nod to those here. Like yeah. that was just a little thing to yeah, do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, any last thoughts on this movie? Anybody have want to say before we get into rating it? Much better than that shitty Suicide Squad movie. Yep. Um, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I love the movie. It couldn't be any better. Um, I think I liked um, King Shark. We didn't talk about him too much because he doesn't really have that big of a role. But I like, like, I don't know why they didn't do this for him maybe in the Flash movie. I mean, the Flash TV show. Or if they, if King Shark ever pops up in the movies, they should do him like that. Where he's not an actual shark. He's a human. He reminds me of Jaws from the James Bond series. Yeah, he, he didn't look like a street sharker. Yeah, yeah. No, he was just a big dude with like metal, like jaw, like teeth. Like that he had where he would like he was just a big dude. Like in James Bond, they had something similar where Jaws was this big guy you, with metal teeth. Do you think that would have been better? I know we keep bringing up this movie, but do you think it would have been better if they would have had King Shark instead of Killer Croc? No. I think Killer Croc was cool. I was okay with that. I mean... Because Killer Croc is more of a Batman villain than, than King Shark is. Yeah, that's true. But the Suicide Squad doesn't necessarily have to be Batman villains. But Killer Croc being in the Suicide Squad kind of makes sense in the first place. And I think it was kind of cool. It was just different. And another thing, too, is Killer Croc haven't got that much shine in a while. Yeah. So Other than, other than the games... The Arkham Asylum games, he's, he's, he's in I it. I mean, he, he got a lot of shiny animated series. I think it was easier to do a Killer Croc than it would be to do a King Shark. Because he's doing them already in the show. King, King Shark Flash, has yeah. to be animated, though, I think. Like an animation. If you were to do like a human shark, I don't know how that would look if you were to do that the way that they did Killer Croc. Because Killer Croc had these type of like, you know, like mask and stuff mixed with CGI. I don't know if... Uh, if that would work the same. But I mean, like, they could do it that way. 
Was a human guy with metal teeth. But still, like in the Flash TV show, they they doing um, yes, they King are. Shark. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, in the Flash, know. they're doing the Flash, and he's in the Justice League, and he's a completely different person. I got to try and so get. So they did the Suicide Squad, and they did Deadshot in the Suicide Squad movie. They did Deadshot in Arrow. So I mean, there are same characters. True, but back and I forth. mean, I guess they took this opportunity to use use another monster. Yeah, kind and, of I and I'm not opposed. I think that's fine. Like they're they're basically the same character, actually. Yeah, I mean, they're water almost. Just, I mean, there's different personalities probably to them, but they're both like water creatures that are like oversized, they super freeze. strong, they and they eat people. You know, so I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I mean, rating this movie is definitely... This is a movie where we gained a life. So I'm gaining a life. I'm saying that. So, Jerome, if you, you might be a little familiar how this works. You either rate the movie between one to five lives lost, or if the movie's good, then you just... I gained a life watching this movie. And that's kind of our rating scale with it. So what would you rate? So I gained the I gained the life. No, no, yeah. no, you don't you don't have to gain a life, oh. but you choose to. Instead of we normally we lose lives on this show. Most video game right. movies are bad, and so it's basically but losing we, lives. So one out of five. What do but, I give it? But we feel this movie is good. So instead of we, you can actually say, "Hey, I didn't lose any lives. I'm good." Or yeah. you just think it's so good, you can gain a life. Yes, as many as you like. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm typically saying I just gain one life. Typically, it's always losing lives. And we use it as a type of rating scale. But don't think one to five. That's just if it's bad. If it's good, if you liked it, you gain like, a life. Hey, yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll go next. I actually gained two lives. Okay. Damn. One, because it wasn't PG-13. Yeah. Right. Two, yeah. it didn't have that shitty heathen song. Yeah. <laughs> you know there was actually not just what there was a this animated movie was a violent movie but on top of that dude there was actually a lot of um there wasn't nudity but a lot of like killer frost and harley quinn taking their shirts off or like being half naked or almost naked well i saw that dude. ass crack ball but there was a there was a lot of that too with mm. a lot of violence, right. um, so and that, it was that's you, a Suicide even, Squad. Even though. don't even want that's, to bring it up when King Shark stands up out of the blood, he's completely yep. naked when he attacks. Oh, yeah, the if it was a human, if this was a live action recreating that animated scene, you'd have seen Dick he, when he jumped down like that. All that would have been a dick shot. <laughs> if it was live action, they, and since it's PG thirteen, you probably would have been wearing like a banana hat. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing to see Sing, King Shark in a banana singing that shitty fucking song. Cock out, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but he's not Doctor Manhattan here, okay? right? 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 So I think. All right, so Jerome, you say you gained some lives. Yeah, or? I, I gained a life. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was good. Overall, positive. It's good movie. Um, I think the next one Kevin's gonna be doing with us, and we're doing the Spy Hunter. Based off the Spy Hunter game, he did pick that, didn't he? Yeah. Well, look at uh, did you see Eric's pick that that um, there's a lot of half naked Japanese women, so I guess that's be positive for you. But it's some weird name. I don't I don't know. It's based off a game. Oh. I don't even know the game. Yeah, we were all picking shit that we. Jerome wants of. to watch that movie. He's like, "What are you gonna no, watch no, the half naked Japanese women?" Yeah. <laughs> when Blockbuster was was still around, they had anime porn. 
Hentai. It's not anime. It's anime not porn. Hentai. It's not hentai. hentai. That's hentai. what it was. I couldn't pronounce it. I used to go there like, yo, y'all got that uh, shit. J- J- <laughs> J- Jerome, let's let's talk after this part. Right, cool. I'm, I'm sure we can, we can both educate each other. Right, cool. Cool. Yes, because um, I, I know I've seen a couple. The blue girl. That's the fucking. <laughs> That's the fucking name with the demons and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that shit. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, Dad, I need to, I, said, I need to go to Blockbuster or some more. Jer- Jerome, <laughs> did we just become best friends? He said, he said, he said, this Pokemon. I say, yeah, this yeah. Pokemon. This dude rent me movies every weekend, not knowing tell, what it was. Tell him when you when you get to t- when you get to ten minutes and fifty three seconds, you'll know you'll know which Pokemon Wait. she catches. Wait, what time you said? Ten minutes? <laughs> uh, it's probably gonna be one of those. No, there's like there's like twelve volumes of that shit. Yeah, I know. I watched it. I watched the whole season. So did I. That's some throwback shit, boy. The that's, that's, the, that's the first. That's the first hentai I've ever seen. Wow. All right, everyone, chill. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, we, I, I gotta Google that shit though. But you know, you know, for Eric, we should just watch the Blue Girl. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Hey, I'm down for that. I ain't gotta go to the show. I call it. Tell Eric this is based on a video game. Uh, yeah, that shit was good. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's just like, man, you, man, they ain't a video game. It's like, yeah. I have Google. It is. I was in my room playing it. Right, you know that. Look, hey, first of all, on the TV. If it's a DVD, you gotta put an Xbox or a PlayStation. So it's a game, right? Technically. <laughs> Fuck. It'll, it'll, it'll tell me at first, uh, cannot read this, and I'll say, bullshit. <laughs> read this motherfucking disc. You supposed to be powerful. <laughs> and, and my Xbox say, oh, shit, this is the blue girl? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, for our new podcast now that went off the rails, uh, <laughs> we'll probably talk more about this and who's next, because that's where it's appropriate. <laughs> But um, thanks, Jerome, for joining us. I think that wraps up what we're doing on this movie. Um, you can hear Jerome again on our Who's Next podcast episode. that will come a week after this one. So um, thank you guys for listening. All right, everyone. Chill. And I'm going to finish this off with the, uh, the four-minute puns. The Iceman cometh. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. In this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. You are not sending me to the cooler. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Can you feel it coming? The icy cold of space. Ah. After you're frozen, your icy tomb will plummet back to Gotham. Breeze well. Stay cool, bird boy. Can you be cold, Batman? You have 11 minutes to thaw the bird. Breezy, I'm feeling hot. I find that unlikely. What do you say we heat things up? My passion thaws for my bride alone. Talk about your cold shoulder. Frosty! Phantom. Unless the city bows to my demands, it's winter fiver here in Gotham. I hate when people talk during the movie. All right, everyone. Chill. Chill.
pheromone dust designed to heat a man's blood. It doesn't work on a court hearted. Now, if you please. Cool party! Commissioner, you have 11 minutes to thaw these people. It's a cold town. His name is Bane. A laundry service that delivers. Wow! Blood will freeze in my hands. Yes, if I must suffer, humanity will suffer with me. I shall repay them for sentencing me to a life without the warmth of human comfort. I will blanket the city in endless winter. I will turn Gotham into an icy graveyard. Then I will pull Batman's heart from his body and feel it freeze in my hands. <laughs> Revenge night! Hell breathes over. <sighs> Let's kick some ice. Hey, freeze. The heat is on. Arms away, Batman. And I've come to make your life a living hell. Prepare for a bitter harvest. 